Welcome to the Hatter's <laughs> Effect. My name is Rory. I'm here, as always, in the heart of Buxton at the Swell Gallery with April Trueblood. Hi, April. Hi, Rory. How are you today? Oh, I'm doing well. Still, yeah. <laughs> that that still sounds, well. sounds rehearsed. Are you sure you're doing well? I've, I'm doing well. Yeah. I mean, other than that rehearsed answer, so far everything I've seen of you today seems to suggest that you are doing well. I was doing fine when I got here, and now I'm doing well. Oh, good. Fantastic. Well, one of the reasons I went from fine to well is I just enjoyed a delicious piece of fig cake from your sister, Susan. Yeah. And thank you, Susan, if you're out there listening for the fig cake. Oh, she's listening. It was delicious. And, I mean, I feel like fig cake obviously deserves a mention on this show because, for me, the idea, even, like, fig anything before I moved to Hatteras sounded like some sort of crazy thing that your great-grandmother would make that would taste te terrible and just some sort of like culinary madness that not a namely actual like common, let alone delectable food item. But that was some damn good cake. Good. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Do you enjoy it? I yes. I I have over the last two days enjoyed three pieces. Three pieces. Yeah. Oh man. Um, I just uh, had a memory while you were talking uh -huh. about. Back in the day when uh, Daggio, that restaurant in Ocracoke, yeah. had pizza. Right. They had a fig and goat cheese pizza, mm. and it was pretty amazing. I bet it was. Yeah. And I think I might have even had it. But did you know that Gidget in Avon has a fig and prosciutto pizza? No, but that sounds amazing. It is I almost want to put it on the bucket list. That's how good it is. Um, I'm writing that down right now so I don't forget. Oh, my God. Because you know how I am. I forget everything. Do you? Yeah. How would you even remember that you forget everything if you forget everything? <clears throat> well, I feel like if I wasn't forgetting everything, I'd be remembering some things. And I just don't. <laughs> <laughs> so you remember that you keep forgetting things. Yeah. Well, I, I know that I knew something at one time, but I don't know what it was. Uh -huh. That, to me, suggests forgetting something. And you're not feeling the um, eternal sunshine on the spotless mind sensation of just pure bliss each Um I don't know. Sometimes maybe I do feel a little like that. <laughs> maybe I need to go back and watch that movie again so I'll know what that means for me. How happy is the blameless vessel's lot, the world forgetting by the world forgot, eternal sunshine of the spotless mind, each prayer accepted, each wish resigned. Still got it. You still got it. <laughs> you got a good memory, Rory. I, I just think that's a beautiful poem. Yeah, that's a beautiful poem. So it's stuck in there. I'm glad it made it uh, into the podcast. Me too. Thanks for remembering I love to that remember film that too. Today. Like I've seen it like a thousand times. Have you? A lot. Yeah, a lot of times. I watched Mean Girls the other night. Did you really? Yeah. Have you watched that before? I have watched Mean Girls I before. I can't believe you've watched that. I was going to tell you don't bother. Because I already am one? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> You're not a mean girl. Because what? It's, You're very nice. So you didn't, like, I mean, it was Tina Fey's writing debut, I believe. Yeah. Um, it, it was definitely sold as a, like, teen comedy. Yeah. So it wasn't really meant for... People my age necessarily, even oh. though they're, you can still enjoy it. At Absolutely, any age. I think so for sure. Yeah, I don't think that movie is like barely teen and barely a comedy in its own way. It's, <laughs> it's just really like, actually kind of painful. Yeah, it's like a painful societal tragedy. Um, yeah, yeah, girl. 
I'm like a little depressed thinking about it now. But <laughs> I have, I've watched it more than once, actually. I thought Mean Girls was pretty good. Oh, good. It was a show on Broadway, too, you know? Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, boy. I didn't go. I don't think I would get through that. As much as I love musicals, I don't think I would, could get through Mean Girls meet the musical. See, I can, <laughs> I can enjoy the movie, but if you start adding uh, singing into it, I think it would lose me. <laughs> I would become a mean girl. Yeah, if Regina George started singing, I don't know if I would get through that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess they do sing Jingle Bell Rock during the movie. Right. I wonder if they sing it in the show. I'm guessing that's the only song I would be aware of that they do in the show. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Good. So, well, I'm glad you're still watching plenty of movies, or at least enough to mention them here tonight. And you remembered that you did. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I, I, do, <laughs> I do remember that. It's, it's been very much on my mind oh, good. <laughs> the last couple of days. Great. It was recommended to me that I go back and watch it again. Oh, yeah. So I went back and watched it. That was kind of pointless of me to tell you that, but... Oh, no. I'm glad you did tell me. Did, uh, did, were you, and you were glad you watched it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm going to act it out later. Did they make uh, Mean Girls 2, or am I thinking of Bring It On 2? They did. I think both of those are a yes. I know they definitely made a Bring It On (laughs) 2. There is definitely a Mean Girls 2. Mean Girls 2. Mean Girls. (laughs) Mean Girls 2. Electric Boogaloo. (laughs) (laughs) That would be nice. I think I'll abstain from Mean Girls 2, though. Yeah. Speaking of... um, Actually, not speaking of any of those things, we've been, uh, you know, accumulating the a heterosalent bucket list because we're trying to curate our favorite experiences of, of living here. Yes. Um, and we've got an extensive, we've got a, you know, it's, it's getting larger. It's getting larger. Which is fun. Yeah. It's like we're trying to put as many things on this list as the... Tourism Bureau has put on the entire Outer Banks yes. bucket list. And I'm not going to hold us to that standard. No. And as we've gone, I've sort of realized that some of the beautiful things about Hatteras living like can't be expressed in one little sentence on a numbered list. It's true. It's like, true. Like, you know, I had some friends in town last week from college. They live in Baltimore. And Jill and Wally, they came down. They would be maybe be happy to be mentioned on the podcast because I think they listen. But nice. We went out, all that good stuff. Went out, went to dinner, listened to Jesse Taylor play some music. Had a really great time. But you know, and this isn't tooting my horn. Like so many different people walked up and said hello, right? And like, just like all these different relationships, all these different friendships with so many different people that have truly like small town atmosphere mm-hmm. that um, sometimes feels a little bit high schooly and mean girly, but like also <laughs> in, in some ways, just I knew that for them it was noteworthy. And so that felt special to me. And I was like, this isn't a bucket list thing, but it is certainly one of like the more, it's a Hatteras effect thing where it's like there's great things about it, there's tough things about it, and uh, but at the end of the day, you're like glad it's there and it's all kind of magical. Yeah, that's pretty wonderful. Actually, I'm glad you brought that up. And that's not even officially one of your uh, no, contributions No, because it can't be on the list because what you could you say, like have like 
a huge complicated web of friends and relationships. <laughs> I like, think you could, you could probably you could probably boil it down to something a little shorter. Like I don't know. Well, find no peace. <laughs> <laughs> Experience chaos in yeah. a beautiful setting. Yeah, true. <laughs> I mean, it's just the small town experience, I guess. But you, that's one of those things that you would have to come here a lot, I guess, too. If you're a, if you're a regular visitor to Hatteras and you frequent the same places, that can kind of become more of your experience here. But for people who only get to visit yeah. every once in oh, a while. Oh, and I think people who only visit around small, they like sort of pine for that sort of. <clears throat> they like to make friends, mention to other people what friends they have made and sort of show their connection to the... Yeah, it's, that's true. Uh, there are people, I, I was walking out of Diamond Shoals restaurant the other day, and there was a lady, and she looked so familiar to me. I clearly didn't know her. She just got out of a car from another state. But then I said, you look familiar to me. Who are you? She's like, oh, I don't live here. I was like, I know you don't live here, but I was like, you just look familiar to me. And she, somehow we put together that she's a, she's a customer here at the shop. Oh, nice. And I hadn't seen her in a couple of years, which nice. is why I couldn't immediately remember who she was. But, uh... There are people who just visit here once a year, and they know they they frequent the same places. They get to know people. Um, you see them at the grocery store. Oh yeah. I mean Connors. If you want to like just have a small party atmosphere where you just mingle for <laughs> a few minutes and then leave, that's Connors or the post office. That's true. I mean, yeah. if Connors had wine, it could just be like a nice little cocktail bar. If, like you could just pop a bottle open true. right there. And, wine, by, and, wine by the glass. Yeah, and just sort of sashay <laughs> down the aisles and clink with whoever else is there. I, I think they should consider this. Open the deli, flip the deli case around. You can just reach in and grab some of the olives or anything you want out of there. Some hors d'oeuvres available. Yeah, and I they think, just have social hour. Yeah, let's, let's speak to whoever's in charge of the alcohol section. Yes. Maybe from like nine to ten, right? Right as they're closing, you yeah. can just go in and have some snacks. Because they want to hang out for another hour. Yeah, they love it. <laughs> of course, they crank the music a little bit. You know what I mean? Just yeah. get a little louder. Switch to some eighties new wave. And yeah, totally. Let's all just connect. That's right. Connect on the bread aisle. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so there are these, of course, abstract and esoteric, but also like beautiful layers of like uh, small town atmosphere mixed with the tourism mixed with all these things that it's like the beautiful swirl of connections that is Hatteras and uh, I'm grateful for it it is d despite how chaotic it can be sometimes it's definitely a hub like uh I was I was talking to a friend the other day and we were talking about sort of like growing up here and what it's like like how it's different than growing up in other places and here the world comes to you and passes through and turns itself over once a week Entire new groups of people come in. If you're right. a kid and you're hanging out on the beach and you're meeting other kids, you can have all this fun with these kids, and at the end of the week they're gone, and then there are new ones coming in next week. Like the world really does kind of come to you here. Yeah, and you know, as like a musician, it feels like you're on tour, but you never have to go anywhere new. Yes, that is what is really nice about it. Oh, it's amazing. You don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to go to the next town. The next town comes to you. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> it's kind of wild. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think, I forget the number, but, you know, tens of thousands of people, new people arrive here every single week, and tens of thousands leave every single week. So it truly is just an, I mean, yeah. that's compared to the, like, what, five or 6,000 that are here year-round. So, like, it is just a whole other community mm -hmm. that comes in and um, 
you know, infest, for lack of a better word. <laughs> there, there is a better word. Visits. Right, right. <laughs> Resides right. temporarily. In, inhabits. Inhabits. The place. Yeah, infest wasn't the right word. No, but it was a funny one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and changes, you know, that's it's a really nice thing in some ways. And yeah. Especially it, so then you can play the same cover songs every week. And yeah, the, that's and right. And then the staff at the restaurants and the people that have heard it a thousand times, they just feel like you're groupies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who have traveled to the next town with you to yeah. hear you play, <laughs> whether that's true or not. Yeah. No matter how sick of um, me they may be. No, I, I, um, I think you probably do have some secret groupies. Secret groupies. Yeah. They call themselves waitresses, but they're secret groupies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they just act like they, um, when they say turn it down, they mean turn it up. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I mean, you don't see the little wink uh, yeah, that accompanies exactly. that request. It's a heart wink. To turn it down, it's a heart wink. Mm, yeah, I feel it. I, I pick up, it's, I hear the sarcasm ringing through. <laughs> yep. Every day is opposite day. <laughs> But if coming back to some things that are more concrete that we could actually list, since that's what has been our endeavor up till now, um, do you have anything you wish to add this week? I'm going to start with something really simple. Okay. Okay. Anyone can do this. Anyone can do this. Yes. Whether you are into fishing or not, you should definitely take a walk out on the Avon Pier. Oh, yeah. Or the Rodanthe Pier. Yes. Yeah. I mean, take a walk out on a pier. Right. And uh, just enjoy what it feels like to be on this, uh, you know, very large dock that sways back and forth with the water a little bit. Yes. And uh, feel what that feels like. Look down into the water. Look back at the land. It's such a different perspective. Right. Especially if when you're here, mostly you have to stay on land. Like if that's the options that are available to you, this is an easy way to like get out over the water. And have to stay on land is you know, generally the op only option that is available to most people 99% right. of the time. Right. You have to stay on land. Unless you want to fork out the cash to go out on a boat. Or fly. Or fly, okay. <laughs> right? But still. Yeah, or if you're into water sports, but. Yes. Um, Just for the average family of people that comes here to get away. Right. Mm -hmm. And you get to see the, uh, fisherman culture you get a nice little cross-section of what's going on out there which is exciting in yeah, and of itself it definitely is even if you're not fishing and you're not catching fish when people bring in a fish there is a lot of excitement other people bring when other people bring in a fish there's a lot of excitement um i remember when i was a kid somebody caught a 300 pound skate off the end of the pier in Rodanthe. it was the most insane thing i've ever Holy seen cow. in my life that's like some dr seuss stuff right there yeah and they kept it i was like well, keep it what are they gonna do taxidermy it they were they were talking about they were gonna put that thing in the freezer now remember i'm i was a child so whatever was said you believe that i believed right, it they could have right, been kidding right. i you know but i just remember Imagining that thing like wrapped up in little bits of white paper in our freezer, and I was like, no, 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 <laughs> no, no, terrifying. no. I bet that doesn't even taste good. <laughs> no. no, it was big though. Wow. So yeah, I'm, I have a you know have a strong memories of going out on the Avon Pier during the uh, Red Drum fishing tournament that they have in like November or like late October. I don't remember. I remember it was like chilly out, but these guys are pulling in these drum and they are 
60 inches long, maybe even bigger. And they look like these beautiful, crazy, mystical Salvador Dali creatures that are getting sucked out of another dimension, held by some gruff, gruff fisherman for a second, <laughs> and then tossed back. It's, a, it's like a holy experience. It was so intense. What do you think that fish feels as it's flying through the air back into the water? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, you can think about that. We can come back to that uh, another day. The bends? <laughs> Something. What is the sensation I'm feeling? Wow. <laughs> I'm sure it must feel like some sort of, you know. Terror, maybe? Well, I'm sure the whole thing feels like getting, you know, either abducted by aliens or seeing God, one or the other, where you are thrust <laughs> fully yeah. into something that is not in, that you are not programmed to even yeah. conceptualize. Yeah. Um, yeah. How come I can't breathe up here? <laughs> I've never been up here before. Why don't I need to swim? I'm getting like foisted along. Is this even really up? (laughs) (laughs) How do I know? What is up? What is up? Fish don't know what's up. They don't know what's up. (laughs) (laughs) They don't learn. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. (laughs) I think I need to hear that spotless mind poem again. Oh, yeah. Just rewind. Yeah. Just rewind it right now. Mm Mm-hmm. Awesome. But, so yeah, that was uh, you know it's a simple. But one that's for a me. good uh, testament to your memory, by the way. You remembered how much the skate weighed and what the people intended to do with it. Yeah, or what I what I what I thought I heard them say they were going to do with it. But I have lots of great childhood memories of being in Rodanthe, and they a lot of them center around the pier. Even if we just went to the beach, I was always at the pier, playing by the pier. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, it's a cool, it's a cool thing. And the other thing. You know, um, and one thing I experienced surfing, but that you can witness doing this is you stand on the beach, you look at the waves, and they look a certain size. And then you go out to where they actually are, and it is a completely different experience of what's going on. But you can actually experience that by going on the pier. You can sort of see their breadth and depth. Yes. um, Maybe even better than you can in the water. Yeah. It's pretty great. It's It's a lot of fun. It's a beautiful thing to see. I agree. Good suggestion. Thank you. All right. You're welcome. Well, so what do you have? I'm just, I'm guessing you have some really good ones. I week. brought one that um, I got to share with some friends recently, and so I, already I thought love I it. mentioned. It. I already love it. I'm excited. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> it's eat forty hard boiled eggs. <laughs> oh man, that sounds wonderful. Yeah, it's called the Cool Hand Luke, and it's a lot of fun. <laughs> All right, that's not what I that's thought you were going to say. I just wanted to see if you would still be excited about yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, it's, it doesn't sound as good. No. As Four hard-boiled eggs, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> maybe Certainly one. Certainly not list-worthy, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, no, but what it is is um, experience, because I would say that, that would be the appropriate word here, um, phosphorescent plankton. Dinoflagellates. Dinoflagellates? Yeah, you can order them online. Wow. Are you serious? I looked it up before. Tell me more about this. Oh, man. So what, you buy packets of dinoflagellum? It has been so long since I looked it up. I, I feel like they, they probably came in a little tube. D-Y-N-O? I think it's D-I-N-O, but D-Y-N-O like, like describes D- the feeling. Yeah, but dino maybe because they're like prehistoric, but... Wow, dinoflagellates. Yeah, that was like in the early 2000s when when I first learned about Google. Yeah. I, I Googled it. 
You Google dinoflagellism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nice. Um, for those of us who don't know what phosphorescent plankton or AKA dinoflagellates are, um, that is a type of plankton that has phosphorus as part of its chemical makeup. So when it gets agitated, it actually glows like some sort of magical fairy dust. So it has to be agitated. Well, uh, that's the word I'm using, but yeah, because it well, doesn't seem, uh, well, sometimes it seems to be glowing just by sitting or floating there, but the most prominent way to make them visible, and especially like in a, any prolific sense, is to agitate the sand or the water. Like some kind of pressure has to be a, yeah, yeah. right. Like when you s step on the sand and it glows or around like your scraper. foot. Yeah, that's what, when I go to look for it, I walk down to the beach, close my eyes for a second so I can make sure my eyes adjust to the darkness, and then I scrape my foot backwards, like moonwalk style, through the sand and look down. And that's the best way to tell if they're there. And then you can experiment about what level of constant visibility is there or how best to make them express themselves. Yeah, whether you just tread lightly or you stomp around like, stomp a, around. like a crazy person. There was one night, speaking of moonwalking, there was one night where like they were so... Um, prolific in the sand that when you stepped every step no matter even if it wasn't a stomp down it created a little glowy explosion around your foot so it looked a lot like um, the Billie Jean music video yeah. where he's like stepping on each of the dance circles so I did a lot of Billie Jean dancing for a little while but the other night we went out and the wind had totally fallen out and we actually went swimming at night and it was so clear in the water that you could actually see your feet. So I, as, so I could, that was, I've never experienced night swimming and it's so clear that you could see your feet. That is. That was insane. I can't even imagine that. Right, but then once we started swirling our arms and legs around in the water, all of a sudden the plankton are just glowing all over the place and actually like sliding off our body, it was like, Avatar or something like that. It was absolutely crazy. That is a really awesome Hatteras I, experience. I never had that happen before. And I don't, you know, as much as I could tell someone they should do it, I mean, you got to find out. You got to seek that out and make that happen um, and really be like, I don't know. I, it was pure to, luck. You know yeah, I was going to say, it probably comes down to The wind had timing. fallen out perfectly. The swell was just right. And there was tons of plankton in the water and just nailed it. Um, it was a lot of fun. So did you buy um, dinoflagellum no, flagellates or whatever? Then I was like, what am I going to do with them when I get them? They're just going to die. Another thing I get that dies. Another plant. Yeah, like the, another like the sea monkeys. Bunch and, of bananas. Uh, yeah, the hamsters. Vegetables. And, right. <laughs> uh, I just enjoyed it. The but time. you can buy it. That's insane. Yeah. yeah At least you could in the I 2000s. I don't either. Like, how would I enjoy this? What, do I, what, what would I do with it? put it in the driveway and walk around? So no. No. <laughs> but I do, so I include this on the Hatteras Island bucket list because, you know, I'm trying to say things that I think are unique to the region. I've never heard of anyone. I've seen some YouTube videos of some algae blooms that have like been similar places, but it's been sort of like a rare occurrence, mm -hmm. anomalous event, but it's not uncommon right. to experience this on Hatteras, yet not many people seem to know about it because you do have to like, Get there, adjust your eyes, be looking for it, and find it. But when you do, it's like, holy cow. I mean, do you feel like a lot of people really go to the beach at night? 
And I guess when they do go at night, it's usually not as have many a, as have a bonfire or something. Yeah, exactly. So many times they're not using their adjusted vision. Yeah. They'll walk down to the beach, to, and but they'll turn their cell phone on and... Um, yeah. Yeah. Shine it on the ground Shine so they the don't ground. step on a crab. Or they're more likely to go out during like the height of a full moon or something like that mm-hmm. where it's visible. And it's harder to see the plankton then. So you really want as much darkness as you can muster. Yeah. Yeah. That was a great suggestion, Roy. Oh, thank you, April. You're I, welcome. Do you have another suggestion? I'm sure it'll be equally great. Oh, well, I don't know if it will be equally great. Oh, yes. Or I, maybe it is. I, um... I've got one that I didn't mention to you before because okay. I couldn't remember it. But then I remembered it. Oh, look at you remembering I things. I remembered something. Um, something I did once at random <laughs> that ended up being a favorite of mine was I went parasailing. Oh, wow. Yeah. Again. That just, is equally great. It is another way of seeing the island that you just can't see any other way, I guess, unless you get in a plane. But even then, a plane's not allowed to fly that low. Right. So it is a very specific height that you're achieving. Right, and the plane doesn't dip down and, and, and like... Dunk you in the water. Yeah, hopefully dunk your not. legs and feet in the water. <laughs> yeah, hopefully not. Well, they, they will, like, get your legs and feet in the water. I know, but not in the plane. Oh, not in a plane, well, right. Yeah. <laughs> we wouldn't want right. that. We are in agreement on that. <laughs> that would be really bad. <laughs> yeah, in fact, it would be impossible. Either your whole body goes in or nothing goes That's in. That's true, yeah. Yeah. I've been twice. Once I went on a very calm day, and once I went on a day that the wind was a little brisk. Okay. Um, on the windy day, like, the boat doesn't even have to move. <laughs> it just sits still in the water, and the wind just... Picks you right up. Picks you right up and holds you up in the air. And it's loud up there because of the wind. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's a little... It's still neat, but it's a little stressful. Could you do an impression of the noise that you hear up there? Wow, that was really good. There's no telling how that's going to turn out when you, you listen to it. kind of like Sauron or something like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, where's my ring? That's my Sauron yeah, I think impression. That's all he said, right? <laughs> um, the calm day, though, was just like heaven. Wow. It was just glorious. So it's not noisy when you're up there on a calm day? It's very peaceful. Oh, wow. And then you can look all over Hatter's Village and see it from up in the air. And, I mean, you can see well over to the other side of the village. It's just great. Yeah. Just great. And you went with Hatter's Parasailing. Yes. So, yeah. Yes. And also the uh, the young gentlemen who were operating the boat were very entertaining. Oh, those young chaps. Yeah. <laughs> I know about them. Yeah. They've got jokes. They've got jokes. They, they enjoyed uh, getting a little rise out of people who were nervous about going up. Yeah. Don't worry, y'all. Uh, we've been doing this with our dad for a long time, and this time he's let us take it, out, take the boat out ourselves. So you're going to be good. We've done this with our dad a bunch of times. <laughs> that was a long time ago, by the way. They are like grown-ups now. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm sure they've got um, more jokes still, though. And yeah. I'm sure they're still great at their job. Yeah. I believe so. That's awesome. Was that you or me? Was that you? You did parasailing. Parasailing. Okay. So what have you got next, Rory? What have I got? Oh, I was going to suggest the annual event, that you attend the annual event of Day at the Docks in Hatteras Village. Uh, when does that happen? Usually like the third week in September, I believe. In the middle of hurricane season. Exactly. And so, gotcha. you know, there's been times where we've gone spans of two or three years that we haven't had Day, that Days at the Docks hasn't been a thing because it gets canceled. Mm-hmm. And so all the more reason when it does happen to attend... 
But it is an awesome coming together of the fishing community that like rarely happens. And um, there's cool displays. There's the um, what do they do? Like the chowder cook-off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's little demonstrations. There's musicians who come and sing and play. You know what my favorite thing is? What? The mate competitions. Wow, yes. And what sort of things do they do at that mate competitions? Well, just all of the things that they would do on a fishing boat yeah. uh, for well, you if you went out on a charter. Right. Like, like tying up fish. lures, all that stuff, you know, and to see who can do it the fastest. That's so cool. It is cool because... Those, if you ask me, the mates are like the star of the show oh, when yeah. it comes to charter fishing. Absolutely. Even if you did, if, even if you went out on a charter fishing boat without intention of fishing and just watched the mate, it is a, it's great. They have to know what they're doing. They have to be good at their job. Yes. And it's a, it's just a, a pleasure to watch, to be honest with you. Right. And, yeah. you know, mating or like doing anything like that, it's the kind of thing that when you, if you would just start totally green doing something like that, you would be so off and so clueless as to what to do. You know what I mean? That, that what, you, what ends up being the right strategies and the best practices on being a mate has nothing to do with what your initial intuition might tell you yeah. on how to like best handle the situation. And so they're very like technically proficient at what they do and it's yes. super fun to watch. Yes. Definitely you have to be fast. Yes. Yeah. And fearless. And fearless. Of like burns, bites, yep. hooks, stabs, yep. every sort of thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you, you don't have to. I mean, being like uh, squeamish is not good. That's no, not allowed, you get yeah. Blood and fish scales in your rubber boots. <laughs> I would just be like, oh. Let's go home. No, this is disgusting. <laughs> I can't do this. I need a bubble bath. I need a bubble bath. Now. <laughs> right now <laughs> i'm getting in with the shark so yeah i mean the day the docks is a great way to celebrate the people who do such um thankless jobs um well you know and it celebrates like a, a way of life that seems to be you know slowly going away yes or evolving in some direction yeah, yeah. so i think it's probably great to celebrate it while you got it true you know? true one of my favorite things from Days of Doc's memory is um, they had these women come down from Eastern Shore, Maryland, who pick crabs. And they're like all in their 50s and 60s, um, like maybe 12 of them. You can tell they've been doing this. And just like the mate thing, like they're so good at picking crabs. And so all they did, it was like a show that was simultaneously like a demonstration and a musical performance. And they sat at the table, picked crabs, and they would sing these songs. And they ah. sort of had almost like piety in that they had their parts, they had their harmonies, and it all connected to the, the tempo of the job that they were doing. It that was is like, fantastic. Oh, it was like, I was like moved to tears. It was beautiful. Man, I'm sorry I didn't see that. I know. I, hope, I wonder if, I could, if that still is a thing. I should look into that. That is pretty incredible. I'll try to find a YouTube video of it and share it with you and our friends and... Um, on the, the Hatteras Effect La La social Land. media accounts. Yeah. I, have an, I have another memory, too, which is just kind of a, a dumb little memory, but I was at the Blessing of the Fleet once, which is it's kind of a solemn 
of course. ceremony. Yeah. So and, all the boats go out and they, and they you know, come say back some in. prayers and yeah. um, give some tribute to maybe those we've lost along the way as yes. well. And then as they come back in, each boat gets a blessing. So there is a church choir singing, usually some sort of um, hymn, like Let the Lower Lights Be Burning, something Whoa. that some, you know, that relates somehow. And then they would stop and take breaks and then... You know, someone would read the names of the boat as they passed by, and <laughs> it would be like, Godspeed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know any other boat Good names. Good times. Good times. Tradition, <laughs> yes. Bite me. Bite me. <laughs> so she said, bite me, and I just cracked up laughing. <laughs> and I'm like, I see my memory is solid on that one. Yeah, mm-hmm. look at you go. Yeah, I remember stuff like that. That is a nice moment. That's a beautiful moment. It's a beautiful moment. That's not a dumb memory. That's a great no, memory. No, you like it. You like it's good. Bite me. <laughs> Lovely. Yeah. Well, so, do you have any, any any other thoughts on Day at the Docks? Um, just that it'll be happening again this year, and, you know, um, I'm excited for it. I think that it didn't happen last year. All right, Yes. And it didn't happen the year before. Right, the it, year before we had... It didn't happen last year because of COVID, and it didn't happen the year before because of Dorian. Mm-hmm, Dorian. And it may be... So that was 2000... I think that it hasn't happened since 2017, but I could be wrong. Hmm. But I know for sure it hasn't happened in the past two years. So. All the more reason to go. All the more reason. Um, or maybe we could do a podcast from Day to Dodge. Yes. That would be really cool, actually. That would be really cool. Mm, we should think about that. Yeah, let's think about it. Um, I did play bluegrass music at the Day of the Docks one year. Whoa. And that was pretty fun. You played bass? Yep. So I didn't know you played bluegrass bass. Yep. That, that, I, I feel like it kind of plays itself, bluegrass bass. It does. It's yeah. a nice little meditative thing to do, You actually. can keep it nice and simple. You know, if you're wanting to learn to play bass guitar, it's a good way to start. Bluegrass. True. It's a good way to learn the names of notes. Yep. You can learn and some. And their chord associations. Yeah. Arpeggiated chords. Yeah. And then I graduated to jazz right after that, which wow. was quite a leap. Wow. Bluegrass to jazz. Yeah. Now I've settled in the middle somewhere with 80s music. <laughs> a lot of eighth notes. <laughs> True. Um, yeah. How much time do we have? Sorry. We should probably wrap it up. You want to wrap I it up? I think we've talked about enough. All right. And if I don't now lose this, I'm excited for Day of the Dogs. Yeah. If I don't lose this piece of paper, I've got two more things written down. I want to be sure I get to next cool. week. Cool. We'll definitely get to the next week. Yeah. All right. I think we should cut it off right there because we really dove into a lot. I'm getting excited about Day of the Dogs too. We should think about doing a podcast from there. Yeah, but, definitely. Um, I'm excited about it now too. Until then, we'll see if we can put some stuff for the ladies picking crabs on the. Um, Instagram, and um, don't forget to share any suggestions or submissions of your own that you might have for must-do Hatteras Island experiences. Yeah, and don't forget we've got stickers, and we will will share them with you if you share your experiences with us. We're chomping at the bit to share these with you. That's right. So don't. Otherwise, I'm going to stick them all on my truck. That'll be cool, too. It'll be something. Right on. All right, (laughs) thanks, April. Thanks, Roy. We'll see you next week. All right. Bye. 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 Bye.